Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, I am so excited to have on a 32-year-old from Las Vegas, Nevada, USA. His hockey journey has taken him to Canada, the USA, France, Norway, Denmark, and Wales. Another Cowichan Valley capital and a staple of the Michigan Tech Huskies with the all-board pirates had most apples by a D-man in the Danish League and with the Cardiff Devils was a two-time playoff and one league championship. And rumor has it, he is now the new Reg Dunlop with the Greenville Swamp Rabbits, or Andrew Lord for that matter. Welcome to the shed, Bryce Reddick. Great to be here. Nice intro, Wally. Love it. Thanks. So I guess I get into how we know each other, and I guess is your second appointment in the shed. Yeah, had to cancel the first one. I heard Andrew was working you too hard. Is that still a thing? Yeah, I mean, it's it's busy. It's different being on the other side of the game for sure, but it's a lot of fun. But uh, you're doing both, right? I'm doing both. So it is long days, long, hard days, but hopefully it pays off in the end. So you have to do all the stuff players have to do and all the coaching stuff after? Um, I do. I obviously do all the stuff the players do, but then – I'm still learning a lot of stuff from him, so he doesn't throw a ton at me. So it's a good it's a good little mix, and it keeps me busy, which is nice. Okay, so then how does that work? Do you get to put yourself on the PK and PP, or how's it going to go? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's been three days, so we'll see. I'm, maybe I'll try and finagle my way in there somehow. Well, congratulations on the new gig. That's really exciting, man. Um, I don't know you, but you must be doing something right to be getting an assistant coaching job at this no, stage. I'm a- yeah, I'm excited. It's that's what I've wanted to do for a while. I mean, it's hockey. That's all literally all I know. Um, I played for him. Obviously, this is the three years in Cardiff last year and then this year. So it's five years. And then actually, when I was in Cardiff, after my first year, I helped him in the summers do the recruiting. So we kind of built that little relationship. Like, so you, were you with him in the summer? Were you there in Cardiff? No, with no, him? no. I went home and we just did everything over the computer. So it was so I mean, why do you ask you to help him? Like, you're just a young punk on the team. What's that about? I know. I don't know. Maybe he saw this guy's got an eye for the game. Maybe. I got an eye for the game too, Lordo. <laughs> <laughs> Not as good as these two. Uh, I, I was always his reference guy. He would always ask me about players for a good four years after the game. Now... The techs have really dried up. I don't think I know enough people anymore. I had to start a podcast. Maybe now we'll reach out someday. But the guys I'm having on aren't really, uh, I guess, usually getting into the coast, right? They're all done with that. Definitely not. I'm the second oldest guy on our team right now at 32. So it's kind of 
interesting or odd being one of the old the oldest guy almost isn't isn't Hadadi the oldest uh no he's so he I don't know what's going on with him he's not here yet so we'll have to wait and see if he actually ends up coming or what I don't know oh dear is he's the captain too eh the captain he's the captain of the ship here jeepers creepers and he's not there not yet no love the drama jeez (laughs) Uh-huh. no yeah so we'll see but I mean college I went in as a true freshman so I was always their youngest there middle of the pack and then pro then in Cardiff I was like young on the younger end too and then here we are right into the old guy right into the old guy and and like yeah it's uh, I just congratulations on getting the gig that's uh it's obviously Lord O.C. something yeah and he saw it right away so Whatever that is, I'm sure I'm going to try and figure it out in the next hour and a half or so. <laughs> well, let's see. Try and pull it out of me. Okay. So how I talk usually talk about is how we know each other first. And uh, I guess, uh, yeah, you know, you stood me up last week. It hurt a little bit, but I'm okay. I'm a big boy. I'll, I'll get over it. I only booked like four pods in between. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you know, I can move on. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, but you uh you were really tight with Mosey, um, and he was the one that dropped it that you were gonna be the coach in Greenville on his latest episode, eh? But you and him were good buddies in Cardiff, right? Oh, me and him are super close. He's uh, I would say he's one of my best friends in life. Actually, Duggan, right? Him, yeah. Actually, Sam is probably my best friend, just like straight, like uh, in life. We lived together for the two years. We were sorry, Mosey, your second place, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Mosey, he got moved to second place. But me and Mosey, we knew each other from Chicago. I used to live there in the summer, so him and I used to skate together. And he was actually the one who convinced me to go to Cardiff. So I okay. got was talking to a few teams in the UK, and then Cardiff came up, and he's like, "You got to go there." And I was like, "But isn't it like a fighting league? Like I'm not really into that." He's like, "No, no, it's super good hockey." So I went, and I was really like, obviously surprised. It was super good just had that weird reputation of being like the tough league. And I was back when I first went over Europe, but like they really did clean up their act and uh, it is a really good league now. And that was, that all changed. Like right, even right when I was getting to that league is when the change was really happening. There was still some heavyweights, but like, it's not like I had to fight anybody, you know? Yeah. And that's no, I mean, I didn't either. Obviously I'm five foot nine. So it wasn't expected. I didn't have to, I wanted to. <laughs> I got in one fight. I think my first year in Cardiff, I might have had the most fights. Really? And here I am talking about not wanting to fight. I think I had. How many fights is that? Five or six, maybe. Did you win them? No. I didn't win any <laughs> fights when I fought. I didn't win any fights either. There's no one our size. There's no one our size. Um, I actually, I don't know if I've really seen you play. Um, no, because when you came and watched, I was healthy scratched. Jeez. <laughs> and then I saw you. In the isn't that horse manure, Lordo? Yeah, seriously. So then I saw you in the stands with your shirt off and I was like, who the heck is this guy? Because I didn't see you go in the dressing room. Before oh, you didn't did. see the show before? I didn't get to see that. I heard about it, but didn't get to see it. So then I saw this crazy man in the stands with 88 and the goat on him. And I was like, who is this? <laughs> Introduce me to this guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I no, guess that's, that's when we would have met, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was super. I mean, good for you. That was super cool. Brought well, them- I was just feeling it, you know, it was good. Uh, 
feel like Wally again. And it had been a long time. And mm-hmm. then, you know, they did a lot for me to bring me over and like give me a nice vacation and to come back and kind of remember who I was at. Uh, it's actually the reason this podcast exists. It's the reason I even thought of any of this or being part of the game still was, I guess the, it all started that night, I guess. I mean, that's awesome. They brought you over and you put on a show. <laughs> well, you got to do your part, you know? Exactly. So you repaid them. Yeah. Full. Yeah. Uh, Todd was always good at not really giving me a job description once I wasn't a hockey player. And it was just kind of go do your thing, man. And uh, they trusted me to help the team. And I think I'm still helping them a little bit here. <laughs> yeah, you are. You now there's Twix hitting the ice in Cardiff. Did you hear about that? I did. I listened to that episode and that's wild. Oh man, it that's wild. wild. Mosey, and Mosey does have a big mouth. That guy likes to talk a lot. Well, he did. He dropped it. He he let everybody know you had signed in Greenville, right? That well, wasn't on Elite Prospects yet. <laughs> no, it wasn't. And I think it went on there after he said it. He might have been the one who posted it. Ah, <laughs> uh, good for him. You got to get. That's what this is all about. Get the air the stuff out. You know, I'm yeah, sick of all on. these coaches having all these secrets. <laughs> I love that guy. He's a good. He's awesome. But he uh, does a lot. Okay. So yeah, Wally Knight's another way. That's how we met. That's um, how I know you. And that's actually like, how I guess how I do this, right? Is I kind of met a lot of you that night. Didn't really get to know any of you, but like we now at least know each know exactly. of each other. So now I can reach out and you don't think I'm just some weird. Well, I guess you do think I'm weird, but. <laughs> no, no, you're a beauty. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's what you thought when I had my top off of the crowd painted, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so is Lordo still up to his old tricks? How's that guy doing? I know he won't come on, so I haven't even bothered to reach out. No, he's, I mean, it's different. He's got, he's got the, the younger guys here. So he's more, it's more of, I don't want to, he's more of like a. A father older, figure. Exactly. Like he doesn't have the older guys who are older than him that he's trying. That like he's me. Coach. Yeah, exactly. So he's got a, I, the guy I'm sitting next to in the dressing room is born in 2000. So <laughs> crazy. It's just, really, it's insane. And it's so there's a we have a couple of those guys and then everyone else is like 95, 96. So he just what, what's what that's how old? 20 that'd be oh. 25 and 95. That's like old that's old your old. that's your honey hole, that's your average age at the coast right now. I would say 20 between 25 and 23. The game it's just so young everywhere, besides Europe, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, even the NHL is, man. There ain't many jobs for the old folk anymore. No, there's not. That's why you got to get the player coach job. Yeah, that's right. That's how you get to keep playing. <laughs> exactly. Um, how, yeah, I was one of my questions was, how was it going back to the coast when you had then, like, usually when you leave the coast to go to Europe, it's kind of like, okay, I, I went there, done it, got the T-shirt. Now yeah. you're back. So the original plan was my ex-wife at the time we had bought a house in Atlanta. We lived there for three years and they obviously have the ECHL team there and our house was like 10 minutes from there. So that was the original plan. And then COVID happened obviously. So Atlanta pulled out and then Greenville to Atlanta is like an hour and a half. So Lord was like, Hey, like, come on. And I was like, all right, this is perfect. So that's how I ended up here. So it last, it probably would have just been like slowly riding out, but then now here we are. So you're an hour and a half from your house in Atlanta. Old house. Old house. Now you live yeah. in Greenville. Now I'm here in Greenville. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you're a swamp rabbit. I'm a swamp rabbit. A lot yeah. of swamps around there then or what? No, it's like some old trail, I guess, that we're named after. 
so there's no rabbits and no, it's swamps. Called swamp, it's called the Swamp Rabbit Trail. I really don't know the background other than that. Well, no I always there. wondered about that team name. No, thought maybe there were rabbits and swamps. There's definitely rabbits. The swamps, I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough, but pretty nice town then. Super nice. It's a bit. It's got a. It's a small town with a big city feel. So it's super nice. Lots of nice little restaurants. Cool downtown area. Feels big, but it's really not. So it's nice. Yeah, I, I saw Joey Haddad's Instagram post. It looked really nice there. You guys did all right last year too, right? Conference finals or something? Yeah, game five, I believe. Or yeah, because it was best of five, so we lost game five. But yeah, we did really well. Really uh, well. Okay, here's one of my questions. Since you're going to be one of the coaches, and you'll probably maybe, if you're into the roster moves here, over, under, <laughs> how many players do you think will be on your roster this season in the East Coast? Oh, I'm going to say, I would guess between, I would say over 35. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I just, well, I just want everybody that comes into Greenville to feel like they're part of a team. Cause um, when I look up these East coast rosters, there's like eight goalies. Um, there's usually, you know, 45 to 55 players go through their season. So I just hope your guys feel like they're part of a team and have fun. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, he's good at that though. All those teams in Cardiff were so close. So last year we were close too. I mean, the rosters were bigger last year because of COVID. So we had a bigger team, I think. Maybe we had we had over 35 guys last year with injuries, COVID. This year will be more normal, though, with call-ups and stuff. So, I mean, you kind of got to bring guys. You can't play empty-handed. And we're so close to, like, being on the East Coast, there's so many more American League teams here. So I think it makes it easier for them to call up guys in this area rather than the teams out West. Well, it's so, definitely be a nice place to play. And if you get called up, like, South Carolina is pretty nice, huh? Double whammy. Mm, so yeah you get yeah lord oh, no excuses no reasons not to be good then eh no nope, no excuses and what nhl team are you with uh florida panthers and then the ahl is what team charlotte so it's an hour and a half from here okay so those boys will be going up and down from exactly. there exactly quick car ride <laughs> yeah those you guys will be sending those boys packing eh <laughs> Uh, at least it's only an hour and a half so then when you guys tell the kid he's going down to the coast for two weeks so he only packs a few things at least now if he, he has to go back to get the rest of his shit because he realizes he's in the, his ass is in the coast it's not so far right exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh gosh yeah so i guess at your age and being one of the coaches it's gonna be hard to give yourself a ton of ice time when you're supposed to be letting the kids play huh exactly that's what they say right let the kids play but we actually have an actual assistant coach so it's not so it's not uh so i'm kind of like behind the scenes doing all the stuff behind the scenes i'm not running video or anything like that yeah so when you're at the rink you're mainly a player i got gotcha. you yeah. i mean i'm in the office and then when the guys show up i try to get out and just like be around like i'm one of the guys well it gets your foot in the door that's really cool yeah oh yeah um, for sure okay that is that the other devil that went there last year jardine had a really good year is he there nope he's in he went to uh the austrian league in slovakia Bratislava. oh okay well good yeah, for him man. it looked like he had a good year there eh? yeah he had a really good year he played really well really well he's a okay. good player great guy he'd be another good guy to get on here he's a funny guy 
Yeah, I, we can keep this thing rolling. There ain't no stopping this thing. My no. wife last night with me now being a head coach of a minor hockey team, and um, we got a few other things going on. And uh, she's like, you know, now that life's so busy with hockey and everything, maybe you should like take a break from the pod. <laughs> and uh, I, cause I, this was right after I told her we were doing this tonight. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I think I can still fit it in. I, I think, I think I can handle it, honey. Don't worry about it. So then so I ended up, me. I ended up booking another one tomorrow and Monday. So, nice. so I sorry, thought- honey. I didn't mean to, I threw too many hooks in the water again. Yeah, look at you. Good fisherman. Did, who you got on tomorrow, Monty? Yeah. Is that, that your was, agent? He was for three years, I think. Oh, dear. Did you gas him? And he's coming on tomorrow? Get him. We can get him on here. Have a three-way on here. No, I like him. He's a nice guy. Okay. You just he had always, to move he, on, he, eh? He always got found me jobs, so I got nothing bad to say about him. Good. Good. That's nice to hear because, yeah, no, I've had an agent try and sue me. Oh, um, like it like and yeah there I, I i he's one guy i haven't really heard anything bad about so that's you know i thought it'd be good for him to come on and, yeah, and we no, can hear I, about that stuff i okay another question about before we move it. on from lordo Does it, you got anybody using gag balls for workouts the, is it the band the ball with the three the four strings yeah no, not here. I do remember that from when I my first year in Cardiff when he was still playing. Yeah. Okay. So he would have been doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did it. I remember seeing him strapped up to that thing. He made me and Tyson Marsh do it one summer, um, us old boys, and he was raving about it. And then both of us got injured for the season. I don't think he's pulled that out of his bag of tricks again. <laughs> but it was the best I've ever felt. I felt so fast, Lordo. Yeah, I thought the gag ball was a great workout. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He's got all sorts of tricks in his bag. Yeah. Well, he's always on the cutting edge. He, he, I'm still doing stuff. And even on my minor hockey practices, I still do a bunch of stuff. Lordo showed me. You know what? He does have good stuff. He's, he's a huge hockey nerd, but he's got his stuff. I mean, huge hockey nerd. He's got, he's dialed in. That's for sure. It's impressive. Like I said, being on the other side now, seeing everything it's I'm, I'm very impressed with him and the assistant coach, everything they take on. It's pretty crazy at this level. It's crazy apartments, travel, food, everything. It's wild. The coaches have to do all that. There's no team like manager or I guess Um, there's no. I, I, well, just from what I've seen, that's what they're taking care of. And it's very impressive. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot on your, in your job description. No kidding. They're, They're Swiss army knives. Those two. And then, yeah, you got all the transactions, guys going up and down and, you know, crushing people's dreams, making people's dreams. Gosh, darn it. (laughs) No, it's, it's impressive. That's for sure. Okay. Um, What else do I got? So what's uh, an ECHL training camp? Like you're in the midst of one, aren't you? Yeah, we're right in the middle. So we had yesterday, we had, what's today, Tuesday? I don't know, Wednesday, I think. Wednesday, yeah. See, I'm all over the place. Monday was the first day. We had an on-ice session for an hour, flood, another on-ice session. That's what we've been doing for the last three days. So, I mean, nothing too crazy, just getting back into it. We don't have a ton of bodies right now. Just So, it's, I mean, it's nothing crazy. It is different than Cardiff. I remember in Cardiff training camp, you tell us, you guys don't need to go too hard. I watched you all summer. We don't want anyone hurt. We don't want anyone going into the season. And here with these young guys, it's like 
right from the get-go, just blazing. Giving her. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 let's slow down here. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I couldn't even imagine going through a training camp again. No, ever. It's, it's, especially when you got 12 or people 12 years younger than you, too. Oh, yeah. Crazy. No, the only training camp I might put myself through someday is like a podcast training camp where I like I do two, three a days because this is so fun. <laughs> you don't need to. You're a veteran. You can take a couple of days. You can take one of the sessions off. Oh, no, I don't. I, this, I, that's what I, I was wondering when my wife said, like, take a break. And I was like, I wouldn't want to take a break. Like, I like doing this. Like, uh-huh. I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to take a break. <laughs> you love it. It's your job. Yeah. Hopefully someday someone will give me money to do it. Exactly. You know, maybe. Anyways, next question. Your old man won the Stanley Cup with the Edmonton Oilers. Yes, he did. Wow. I don't remember it. No, you wouldn't. Uh, he, he's got the ring. He's got, like, they give him, like, a little Stanley Cup. He's got all that stuff, the jersey. He's got it all. It's pretty cool. I mean, getting older, you realize, like, holy crap. Like, growing up, it's like it's your dad. So, it's it's like, whatever. It's my dad. But, like, as you get older and you start playing, and you realize how hard it is to get to that level. And then he was at, like, the pinnacle. It's like, geez, it's crazy. Yeah, I saw he played in the playoffs, and that was with the team a year after Gretzky left with Messier, Curry, and the goalies were Grant Fuhr and Bill Radford. And your old man was, like, I guess the goalie after them, but, like, one of them, whatever happened, he played in the playoffs, and those were the two goalies on the Oilers, right? Yeah, so he went, he got traded there because Grant Fuhr had got suspended for, I think it was drugs at that time. Right. He's got that documentary on uh, – amazon prime or hulu so the reason why my dad got traded there was because when he got in trouble for that winnipeg traded my dad over to edmonton and lucky him he's got a stanley cup ring now yeah i was as soon as i saw the picture you sent for the poster i was like geez like he played with gretzky like what's this happening <laughs> yeah. yeah oh that's really cool uh-huh no i got i got a bunch of cool pictures i mean i don't have them my parents have them but it's like me and the stanley cup with grant Fuhrer, like all these big timers it's super cool i don't know where they are though yeah like for me when i won a championship in denmark and i got all the pictures with colby on the ice um it's i don't know it's a great memory to have and i'm sure your old man cherishes it yeah for sure i mean I, I don't have kids of my own. I mean, I won this or won a championship in Cardiff and I'm sure it would be awesome to have your family out there and your kids and everything. So it's a whole different experience. Hazy sunset Bayfield Brewing Company. <laughs> uh, okay. Moving on. Um, so did you, cause your old man was playing hockey. Did you actually grow up in Las Vegas or were you just born there? I wasn't even born there. Oh, I don't dear. know how what, that, at least prospects saying you're bored in Las Vegas. I, I was wondering about that. I don't know where that came from, to be honest. Like it's been there forever, but I was born in Winnipeg when my dad was playing for the Jets. <laughs> Just to touch off. So not even close. I'm not even American either. And I have the American flag. Shut up. No, I have a green card. That's it. Oh boy. My research team can't control this folks. <laughs> no, so my, yeah. Both of my parents are Canadian moms from Winnipeg. Dad's from Halifax. <laughs> So they just got me as a, as a dual citizen from Las Vegas, which is not right at all. <laughs> well, the research team thought you're from there, and I guess I you're not. No, no, I mean, no, I, I don't know where Elite Prospects got that information from. Um, 
I didn't know. I was wondering how I wrote down, how do we get from Las Vegas to the Cowichan Valley Capitals? But uh, I did. So I did play my minor hockey in Vegas. So what happened? Now you're confused. Oh, because he played for the Las Vegas Wranglers. Because so my research team was trying hard. My research tried so hard that they put it down that I was like, hey, he was born in Las Vegas. Then I was like, okay, his old man played for the Las Vegas Wranglers in 94, 95. And I'm like, oh, is that? Is that how young he is? And then I'm like, no, he's too old. Nope. So they, they were actually called the Thunder, not the Wranglers. That's what I meant. Gosh. So what happened was born in Winnipeg, bounced around wherever. Then he played in Vegas, loved it like everyone does. There's so many ex-hockey players there. And then we just moved there full time when he retired. So I played my minor hockey in Michigan and Vegas. And then he had a friend in Cowichan, Doug Bodger. Oh, I know that name. Probably have his hockey cards around here still. He played about a thousand NHL games, maybe. So number eight for the Buffalo Sabers at one point. Yeah, he was a Buffalo Saber. So right, he... NHL '94, maybe. <laughs> maybe I don't know. I, I didn't. Just have... guessing. I didn't have that uh, old of a console to have that game. Maybe like but... fifty-six overall average, give or take. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think he's better than that. No. Oh, they used to rank guys way tougher than they do nowadays. In '94, no, 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 there was no. no prisoners, man. There were guys in the '30s. Listen to this. So we were playing. Uh, I was eight, seventeen, eighteen at the time. He was our assistant coach. Someone chirps a guy, a kid from another team chirped him, and his chirp back to the kid was, "I was running the power play at eight. I was running the power play at eighteen for Mario Lemieux, and you're out here." That's what he told the poor kid. <laughs> that, that's ruthless. That is ruthless. Jeepers. So anyway, my, my dad and him were friends, and I went to like a, just a spring camp like they do in junior A and did well, and then they brought me to main camp and made the team from there. Okay. So you did do some moving around as a kid, but then your home base became Las Vegas when exactly. they played there and liked it. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. So – I guess they're not even that wrong. You're kind of from there. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that. I mean, I, I don't Dual citizenship, back. though, that would have been nice, too, eh? <laughs> that would have been nice. Just a green card for me. Okay. You know, my kids got it. Yeah, they, they got both. Nice. Um, okay. Uncle played pro, too, so you just got hockey genes in you. Exactly, yeah. He was a goalie also. Oh, dear. Both of them goalies. Yeah. He Are played. they weird? I maybe I don't know goalies usually are they are I mean I don't know my dad's pretty quiet keeps to himself Matt Carruth seemed pretty normal he just came on for a goalie he seemed pretty normal I don't know I see I know of him just from being in Chicago and I think he was drafted by the Blackhawks or something or played for Rockford so I know of him but never met him I think Mosey's close with him too right yeah yeah so I know the name for sure but no, maybe they're weird. I don't know. I just see them as my dad and uncle. So maybe I just. Yeah. you Yeah. No, I understand. But everybody's weird. It's not yeah, just goalies, folks. True. We're all weird. I wake up at 530 in the morning sometimes the podcast. We're all weird. Yeah, um, okay. In Cowichan, when you got there, or did you play like AAA in Michigan and all that crap? So your parents nope. had paid a ton of money. Nope. I played strictly AA. Never touched AAA. Oh, okay. Double A in Las Vegas, where we didn't even have enough, barely enough guys to have a team. Did you ever get into roller when you're in Vegas? I didn't. Never there was did. a bit of a roller scene there. There was. I went there for a tournament. Yep. Is that where you you chase or the Pearsons? Is that how you know them, right? 
I was from roller hockey. Yeah, that's how I know the old man. He was my coach. Yes, I, I listened to that one because I know them too from Atlanta. So I skated with Chase in the summers when I was living there. Isn't it's a it small crazy? hockey world, Isn't man. Crazy. And then, so do you probably know Nesbitt too? Really well. Jeez. You know? Obviously, you know him. How? Well, from starting a podcast. <laughs> okay. But it was from playing against him. But okay. yeah, yeah, no, I know Nezzy really well too. Yeah, no, the, the hockey world's really coming together in my shed. <laughs> People just don't realize how much it. You need to get a bigger shed so you can have everyone over. It, uh, pff, I've I got a lot of ideas, <laughs> a lot of ideas, <laughs> folks. I turned forty in two years. There's a lot of ideas what we could do. Oh. You know, <clears throat> Lonnie Kai's got a lot of free advertising on here. Just saying, <laughs> Lonnie Kai in Astero, Fort Myers. <laughs> oh, you've been there. I've heard of it. <laughs> ask everybody if they've been there so yeah you, you haven't been there i've heard of it oh yeah you have everybody has okay uh-huh. anyways couch and valley capitals we've had a lot of them on here they must be a program out there but i think i got finnerty and chris frank played there too okay yeah frank was before me i think we might have the same billets to be honest really i think i could be that wrong. is how weird the hockey world is though it is it's the crazy. same people that'll be doing it yeah, it's insane. I mean, Finnerty, I just know, obviously, from being in the league, he's obviously older than me, so that would have been way before. But proud to be the third capital on the show. It's, got, it's at least that. But um, I saw while you were there, you went from 19 points to 55 points, and uh, that's a big jump. And then how do you get recruited to Michigan Tech? So 17, just young. And then 18, we had a young team, and I was lucky to get a good opportunity, and I think I just ran with it. Yeah, I, had couple, yeah. I had a couple NHL teams talk to me, but then just nothing happened. How and big are you? 5'9". That's it? Yeah. And that was like the time when the D were still pretty big, so it was, eh, whatever. Water under the bridge, but then had lots of offers from school schools, and Michigan Tech was the only one who wanted me to come in right away. And the thing that sold me was names on your stick. And I was like, sign me up. God, yeah, that would get you going at that age. Oh, I was so fired. Did up. you go for a recruiting trip and they showed you like names on sticks and you were just, oh. I couldn't even go on my recruiting trip until after I had visited because something was up with my passport and I couldn't leave Canada to go in the States. I thought you were dual citizen. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, wait, wait, we can't take this guy. What is he? Yeah. Where was he born? Yeah. Wait, is this guy American or Canadian? We don't know. Yeah. So then I uh, went on my visit when I went back home, got back into the States, went on my visit and got there. And I was just like, what did I get myself into? Because it's such a small city, so much snow. And I was just so, it was such a culture shock. I was just like, oh my God. So, so I just had the assistant coach on from there last week, Chris Brooks. I saw that. He would have been after me. He's there right now. Is he? Okay. Well, yeah. So he would have been after me then. But yeah. yeah. I mean. No, I, he was on like a road trip with them. He was in the hotel. He, they just got back from their meal. Okay. <laughs> the Michigan Tech Huskies. <laughs> I'm yeah. still in the game, Matt. I'm all That's over the good. place. Yeah, you are. That's good. Good. Uh, so yeah. he said it's way up north, like way up north, Michigan. Oh, yeah. It's so like the closest city to us was. Marquette and it was two hours away and they have Northern Michigan University. That's we played against them in the CCHA. Exactly. Yeah. So they're a good hockey program too. But other than that, nothing's close. I think Duluth 
was like four and a half, five hours. Do you busing everywhere? Uh, we bus to Duluth. We bus to go play uh, the Gophers in Minneapolis. And then other than that, we flew. Obviously, we bus to Marquette when we played them, but we would go. When I was there, it was the old WCHA, the good one. Denver, North Dakota, Colorado College, Wisconsin. We bust Wisconsin. Um, who else was in that conference? Alaska, one of the Alaska schools was there. We obviously flew there. Um, did I see, well, the, I guess this, my research team doesn't even know where you were born, but it said when you were in college, you switched from offense to defense. Does that mean you switched from forward to defense? I was all over the place. I still am. I Are you like ball. Mosey? That's why you guys get along so well. I'm a ch- I, w- I call myself a cheap Evan Mosey. Jeez, eh? He, I think he's better. He's got the forward position on lock. Just he's so fast. He's. I think he's a good forward. I think he's a better forward than B. And I think I'm a better defenseman than forward. But I can do both. Okay. I don't, know how, I don't know how well I am a, at forward, but, I mean, I can do it. Right. Yeah, you can go up and down the wing, chip it in, chip it out, eh? Exactly. Oh, no, middle. Oh, you're playing center. Yeah. Good D zone. Exactly. When I play forward, I want to be a center. Yeah. No, I I know. Yeah. Centers get paid more, too. I couldn't do it. (laughs) D zone was too poor. (laughs) Okay. Um, So you're in Michigan Tech. Uh, you do all right at school, eh? Is your team any good? I think I always thought Michigan Tech is one of the smaller schools, especially for that league when those teams you just mentioned. Oh, yeah, we were terrible. My first three years, we were terrible. Mm-hmm. Awful. Yeah. And then my senior year, we had Mel Pearson come in, the guy who was at Michigan forever, and now he's back there. And it's crazy because he didn't bring in any of his own guys. It was just the recruiting class they had already recruited. He maybe added one or two guys. And then other than that, it was the same sophomore, junior, or senior class. And we finished, I think, in sixth place and swept Colorado College to go to what they had was the final five then. And then we lost to Denver in the first round. But, I mean, I think that just shows coaching. Um, I – I'm yeah, um, I went – yeah. <laughs> At Western <laughs> Michigan um, – a lot of like, you know, uh, my class, we loved Kalamazoo. We had a great time in our lives. And, you know, there was hard feelings when we left and we lost a lot. And, uh, you know, we, I, yeah, the class hasn't been back yet, but we, I, I think we're ready. But um, <laughs> um, when they switched coaches there, um, they went from like last place to winning it. And um, now the coach, like coaches, the Red Wings. So, um but then he was there for a year same recruits three years of the recruits and it changed from that to that and um it's great you you know it's and like I think everybody was doing their best I think everybody was trying to win their best but you know some people's messages work better than others exactly it's all it's all about how you treat people (laughs) yep (laughs) <laughs> okay moving on uh so the last year you had a great year <laughs> so uh you played forward or d your senior year i played forward my last year 
Okay. Right wing? Yep. Or, left, oh, wing. Yeah. left wing. All right. Do you shoot right? Yep. I'm telling you, I play every position. Little right shot D that can play up or down the lineup at forward? Jeez, you would like now that I'm into coaching, you'd almost give me a headache because like it's way easier. And I'm like, that guy can only play right wing. I'll put him there. <laughs> it is. It's way too many, easier. It's too many options. It's like when you go to a restaurant and the menu's huge. You don't know what to get. You're right. You're <laughs> right. And if the menu's too big, that means they're really not that good at cooking anything, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not saying that about you. I can only play right wing. Hey, who knows? I wanted to do more. Who knows, man? Who knows? I wanted to do more. Yeah, I'm just easy going. I'm open to whatever. I'll try it. Sometimes I'm good at it. Sometimes I'm not. Yeah, no, I agree. You just do the best to help the team, right? Wherever they ask you to do it. I like the attitude. Okay. Um, I don't know where we're at. So then after school, um, your team does better your senior year. So then teams might be looking at that, but you're still pretty little. Um, so what are your pro options? Uh, Vegas. So the Mel, the coach Mel was trying to bring me back for my sixth year or my fifth year red shirt. Cause I missed a saw my sophomore year. I got E. Coli and I missed half the year and I played e. one game. Coli? Yeah. So I was what, in the hospital. What happens? What happens if you get E. Coli? So I was in the hospital for about a week and they didn't, they couldn't figure out what it was at first. Cause all of my intestines were swollen and I couldn't, there's like, what happened at first was I went into school. Like we played in Wisconsin that weekend. We went to a restaurant where you can cook your own steak. I got sick. I've been to that restaurant with Western Michigan. Yeah. So got sick, like was in study hall, luckily in study hall Monday morning. Do you undercook your steak or you got E. coli? I guess that has nothing to do with how you cook it. No, it would be in the inside, right? Bacteria or the outside? I don't know. Sorry. Anyways, at study hall and all of a sudden I just feel everything seize up and I couldn't breathe. So luckily the trainer's in his office. One of the guys goes, runs to, the, runs to get the trainer. They take me up to the hospital, put me on like a bunch of like pain meds or whatever it was and did a bunch of x-rays at our hospital. And it was a smaller hospital. And what they saw with the x-rays is that my heart was enlarged. So then they rushed me to a bigger hospital in Marquette, spent a couple, was about five to six days there, um, did a bunch of tests and found out it was E. coli. So are we for sure tracing this back to the cook your own steak oh, place? Thousand percent. Thousand. Is that right? Because the experience I had at that place was totally different. I had a terrible experience. Put me right in the hospital. Maybe miss half a year of hockey. Um, geez, I think there's a lot of Broncos from that was on were on that team that would still remember that meal like I do because it was such a fantastic steak and you're getting rushed to the hospital and like almost dying. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I missed half the year there and played one game after Christmas, I think. And that's what like disqualified me for getting another year jeez so luckily I, I knew the coach in vegas in the echl so he brought me in on a tryout made the team was there for like a month and a half and only played one game and did for, you know him from living in vegas yeah like he used to skate a group of us and that was actually the year of the lockout too so there was guys everywhere 
So we had a bigger team, like older team with lots of guys and affiliate players. Was there for a month and a half, played one game. Then one of my friends from college was in Idaho. They were playing in Vegas, needed a player, and the coach was – so he called me and went and played there, played well, and then they took me home with him. And then so that was that. You – they needed a player, so you switched teams? Uh, so I was at home for like three weeks, just staying at my parents' house trying to find a spot. Couldn't find anything, and they came into town and were short. Played oh. the game. So played – it was like a Sunday game. I was getting ready to go golfing with one of my buddies – one of my, my goalie friend called and was like, hey, we need a player. Like, do you want to come play? I was like, yeah, I'll come play. Played well and then took – And so this is after the uh, the Las Vegas thing? Like, you're let go at that point? You're not with them? Yeah, they let me go at that point, yeah. And, okay, so then you go back to Idaho. And Idaho is a cool town, eh? I loved it. It was awesome. I Gosh, darn it. We played them in the finals and what a town. I didn't know anything about it. No, I didn't either. I mean, it's – Boise, it's awesome. So the rink's right downtown, like right next to all those bars. Super cool. College town. Yeah. The only thing I remember from being a kid was when their football team was on TV that the, the field's colored different, yeah. right? The blue football field. Yeah. I didn't know it was such a great town. No. No, I don't think many people do. No. So you were there the rest of that year, and then you went back there the next year. This is after the lockout then, year two? Year two, I started out in the old CHL. Oh dear, you don't start. Oh, sorry. That's the Las Vegas Wranglers. Okay. I got my, my research teams all over the place here. Yeah. So you're starting with the Arizona Sun Dogs. Yep. Was there for a weekend? Hate like hated it. It was that was an old league then. Old and tough. And I was there and I did not enjoy it. That sounds myself. like my type of league. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't mine. <laughs> so I went there, went to went back to Vegas and then ended up getting a really bad concussion and then was done for the year those are your first two years of pro yeah and then after that i was like i am done with this i'm going to europe yeah you're right after year two so that's that eh um <laughs> two years banging around in the coast and uh you're off and so how do you get the deal in france miss me your guest tomorrow see and this is one thing so like i don't i I'll say this to him tomorrow because this is all the information I have because I don't know him. Uh -huh. He helped me and when I was trying after Denmark. I wasn't asked back, as the pod knows, um, and I wasn't getting anything for a while. So then I start reaching out on my own, and I hear getting to Asia is getting it there through him. And um, I reach out to him, and he never asked me to, you know, sign anything, do this, do that. He was just like, I'll try. He's like, I'll let them know about you. And um, he was just one of those guys. And then people that write to me, they say to me, like, he, he'll help, he helped my roommate that was a D3 hockey player get some job in France too, right? Like, and he's like, he's everywhere. He'll get anybody a job if they want one, right? Like, he's just, he's grinding, Oh yeah, I think he definitely did grind then, and I think now what well, he's he's a bigger agent now with that Optima whatever sports. There's but. a lot of guys that tell me he's their agent. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, he got and he got me that job without a re basically without a resume. So and the French league's not bad. And it's then, not bad. They can get players and yeah. like, yeah. So he, I think he did a good job for you. So I don't know what happened there, but curious no, he, but he, he definitely did did a good job got me that and then got me the next one in norway and then the next one in uh uh denmark in alberg 
Okay, so you had to gas them to get to Cardiff. Okay, yeah. research team's got that. Okay, so France, let's not jump past that. You're in Brest. What's that yeah. town like? Didn't you guys go? Were you on the team when they went there for an exhibition game or no? Which which team? Cardiff. Uh, maybe not. Cardiff went and played them like an exhibition game. I don't know when. No, actually, that was the year I was hurt. That was, I think that's the year I get hurt. Okay. So it's a, it is a dump. To be completely honest, I got there and I was just like, Holy. the French team they played, I heard was a dump. So that must have been the team. <laughs> <laughs> I got there and I was just, the coach picked me up. No, coach English was so bad. When I get there, like we're driving through the city and I'm just like, wow, this looks pretty rough. He's like, yeah, World War II, it got destroyed. And I'm like, it was 80 years ago. Like you've had more than enough time to build the place up. <laughs> but I mean, I like, I didn't really enjoy it at the time because it was such a life life experience with no English. We had one other English speaking guy on the team and the, everyone else was French or French Canadian. So it was me and another guy. Didn't have that, that's why I'm curious why Brest took you because they usually like French Canadians in that league. Like, yeah. like they do, like they like taking the French guys and the French guys like going there because then they speak French and like it all. That's what that, you know, exactly. I mean, I don't know. You got to ask him, Monty. I mean, he got me that job, but whatever he did, it worked. Yeah, yeah no, it like gets you over that. there, right? It's all about getting your foot in the door, whether it's after hockey in the real world. Or in hockey, it's all about getting your foot in the door and getting people to know you, right? Exactly. So, yeah, he got me that. I mean, looking back now, I'm glad I did it because it was a great experience. I'm like being in a country where you can't really function because you can't read anything. Like no one wants to talk to you because they think you're American. It's crazy. Well, even the research team thought you were American so <laughs> but they want to talk you want to talk to them, so <laughs> that's, that's true cool. um no France is a it's a different country I was in Paris but um so is that like a small town then yeah it's really small it's actually it's I honestly think it's right under Cardiff like it's on the northwest coast Oh dear. Don't get my geography braid going now. I'm not prepared for that right now. Okay. Don't start that. Don't even, don't even, I started thinking, of, I started thinking of the maps and I was like, okay, doesn't matter. Here. What Cardiff? Oh no, it's over there. <laughs> okay. What's the food like there? Uh, the food actually was unbelievable. I doubt after, it. I went to Paris and they gave no, me like after, this raw steak that almost gave me E. coli. <laughs> yeah, the blue, the blue steak is. What it they was. Call it. it was. It was so not good. And then they wanted me to put it on like a piece of bread or something. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And now you're telling me you get a coli at the place in Wisconsin. That's one of the, my favorite restaurants I've ever ate at. This all doesn't make sense. Now you like French food. Go ahead. Oh, it was the food after games. It was awesome because we'd always go to a restaurant, always go to a restaurant, spend like two hours there, no matter how far away we were, get the appetizer, the meal, the dessert, maybe a coffee. It was it was unbelievable. Okay, well, French food. Um, the couple meals I had in Paris didn't really turn me on. No, at all. The crepes. Mm. Crepes are good. Crepes are good. Yeah. All kinds of sweet, savory. Yeah. You can even have like a full meal in there, right? You can even make it like a Mexican crepe. Yeah. Like a little calzone. You can do whatever you want in a crepe. 
Exactly. You're right. <laughs> Sorry, I talk so bad about French food. So, is your team any good? Uh, we finished, I think, eighth out of tenth, and then took the first. That so sounds finished, awful. So we, we we took the first place team to seven games. So. Oh, so then everybody's happy, and you're like, "Oh, you guys tried hard, but you're still losers." But way to go! So yeah, you didn't you didn't get relegated because they do relegation in that league. Oh yeah, they don't so they like were that. We're just happy that we didn't finish in the bottom two spots. Yeah, no, I went from winning the championship and beating Heim to being in relegation, so I know all about it. Yeah. Um, okay, so from there, you must have done pretty well and caught some eyes. So you get to Mangalrud. 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 Yeah. Norway. <clears throat> that was another spot of Monty found. Telling you, the guy knows people. He does, and that that league is really good. Norway, that's a really, really good league. I played against the Stavanger Oilers, and they were really good. Yeah, that's where Marty was. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the goat. Uh, I spray oh. painted myself as it's a small world when you get chatting. Yeah, uh, oh. but no, Stavanger, when I played against, was in the Challenge Cup in, in Sunderjuski in Denmark, um, and they showed up with a team of guys that I was like, wow. Yeah, like they, some of these imports are like, they're high end here. Uh-huh. No, they were really good. <clears throat> that was another team where another team where I finished in eighth place and we played the first place team in the playoffs. Was Stavanger first place? Yep. So we went there, they beat us in four. Sure. Little quick little sweep. Mm-hmm. But so Mangalrood, was that like one of the lower budget teams where that's where you're expected to finish? Exactly. So yeah. Everything went exactly according to plan, like most seasons. Exactly. I, I think that league did relegation too, and we weren't in it. So it was a success. Yeah. And uh, basically, that's like the same in the second league in Germany when there was like going up and down. People got paid more and imports mattered more. But like then once they closed the leagues and you can go up or down, the wages went way down because then teams weren't so worried about going down because they could suck and it really wasn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Ruining the game. <sighs> got to pay the players, folks. Yeah. You got to keep the leagues open up and down. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Um, okay. So Norwegian food. Sorry, I like food. Okay. I know I keep talking about it, but what's the Norwegian food like? I don't remember i think they I, I, it wasn't good it was like they love hot dogs i'm pretty sure they love denmark hot loves hot dogs too yeah it's really weird and then were they put it did they have weird buns for them like different yeah. buns than normal i can't remember they they had good like middle eastern food i love the middle eastern food they like eat. you're talking kebabs donairs no not like I'm... not turkish or are you going further further like afghan like what's that? I don't know. It might have been just, maybe it was kebab. What were you eating? It was you like don't even know. Chicken, fries, all the different sauces, corn—not good for you at all. But that doesn't so sound good. Middle Eastern. Oh, it was well. The guys cooking it were Middle Eastern for sure. Okay, so yeah, maybe it's a like Western eye, like they how they have Tex-Mex. Maybe this was like Norwegian. Middle Eastern? I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. Um, one of those late night spots, probably, eh? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so. okay. <laughs> Norwegian food, I'm not even really sure what it is either because, like, yeah. 
I don't know what would really grow around there. They probably that's why everything's so expensive, right? They got to bring everything in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're, we're figuring out the world here. We got this. That's why Norway, everything's so expensive, folks. They got to bring everything in. That's why Norwegian food isn't a thing. We got yeah. it. Figured it out. Everything Moving on. Mangleroot finished eighth. Moving on. Eighth place sucks. Don't like talking about it. No. Next year, all Borg Pirates. You played for them, eh? I've played against that team. Yep, and we finished first place that year, baby. Really? That's all. Oh, and uh, Anders Overmark says hi. Tell him I said hi if you ever speak to him, or I'm just going to have to sell him, send him an Instagram message. Yeah, he'd said to say hi to you. No, yeah, so that's where I played with him. I love the Danish. I love the Norwegian and Danish guys. They're awesome. Oh, yeah, they are they were really nice people, weren't they? They were so awesome. They had no issue, like, spoke perfect English, just – and just nice people. Navigating yeah. Lieutenant. Will help you out with anything. Just genuinely good people. Yeah. And they're in good moods. They're happy. They're they're not sad. Happiest countries in the world, I think. Yeah. No. And uh, Voyance was very similar. And shout out to a pod we just had, Cam Brown. That guy just switched teams right after the pod. Went back to Sunder Yuski. So shout out to him. He's he's back with the squad. And uh, but he told me he gets to live in Hatterslav this year. Not he doesn't have to live in Little Voyance. So I don't he's, know. He's gonna have a good time. Yeah, you're not gonna know anything about that. But you've played in Sunder Yuski. They got a nice rink there. They really do. Yeah, yeah. Little town, but he's living in the nice, really nice town, ten minutes away. That's got stuff to do. But I just had to say that. Okay. Um, Alborg, what that? What's that? Is that's what the town's called? Alborg, right? A A L B O R G. Pretty decent rink, eh? Super nice, super nice. Great facilities, dressing room, everything. Treated really well. Um, yeah. Was your coach Brendan Reed? Yes. I, I, yeah, I just I remember him from the World Juniors, and I remember he became the coach there. You know, I played against him a few times. Okay, yeah, no, he was our coach. He's a good coach. I mean, played in the NHL, KHL, knew his stuff. Nice guy, was really nice to us. Um, but we were supposed to finish eighth, too. And we were supposed shocked, to. We shocked the Danish hockey world and finished first. Well, that's great. Uh-huh. Um, so you guys had fun then. You guys would have been living it. Oh, yeah, we had a really good time. Their, the, whole, the whole thing that year was changing – making hockey big in Alberg because I think it used to be super big there back in the day, I guess. And I think now they're always good since like that year, they've been in a top team every, every year. Uh, I really enjoyed that league. Like if the town, the towns weren't that big, the cities weren't that big. Like you'd show up and it's like a nice rink and they make you a nice meal after, right? Like the whole team goes upstairs and you eat a meal at the rink, right? Instead of getting on the bus and everybody's like spilling food everywhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was really, yeah. You, you eat with the other team too. The other team's up there. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, like we played hockey. Now we're all going up and we're going to eat a meal and then we're going to leave. Yeah. We're all humans. We're just eating together. Mm-hmm. But Albert was a nice, super nice city. We lived right downtown. It had a lot to do, like a lot to do. Shops, bars, restaurants. So it was a good spot, not like Sonder used to. Mm, or, yeah. or whatever. Well, there, there's the Hatterslav nearby where where Mr. Brown's going to live is a nice uh, nice town. But yeah, Voyance, not much cooking there. Um, <laughs> but 
Speaking of food spilling on buses, this just came up in my brain, is a fella that became the bus driver of the Cardiff Devils started writing to me. And he said he became the bus driver the year after I left Cardiff and says that um, to ask you if you remember about the curry. Oh, yeah. I, I don't remember what it was, but something. He slammed on the brakes and this food went all over me. All over me. And we, we had just left the rink. So I had to sit in these dirty clothes for a whole bus ride. And do you know why it happened? Because I I know why. Yeah, because my Matthew Myers, whoa, 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 stop the bus. Because he'd always do it. If, yeah. Especially if there's a new bus. He, as soon as we would be pulling out of the arena, he would yell like something bad had happened and we had to get back to the bus. He'd yell, no, 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 no. Stop the bus. Yeah. And as he does that, the guy slams on the brakes and there's all over my clothes. All over my clothes. And then Matthew Myers would say, hey, Bussy, did you pack the two points, right? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's a funny story. I forgot about that. Well, that's that's the hockey world coming together when you start a podcast in your shed is people write to you and then all of a sudden you have questions for people, right? Yeah, that's awesome. That's so funny. Yeah. No, that's – I man, it's so fun when – yeah. So you got spilt on and you made it home. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Uh, but we were still in Alborg and you had a really good year. So why did you leave? Um, this is the year I got rid of a Monty because some other clown messaged me telling me he could get me to all these places. Oh no. He started flaunting his shit at you. And I believed him. Oh dear. No, he talked all dirty to you in your ear and you believed him. I believed him. And then, Oh God, I, that sounds dirty. He didn't, he got me nothing. He got me like one offer and he turned, he said he turned it down for me because it wasn't enough. So I was like, okay. Then and he this is, and this is after Monty's got you to breast <coughs> France after a, I would say a very below average. I, I would say <laughs> a, um, an East coast average. career that say maybe wasn't turning heads in Europe. <laughs> Definitely not. Okay. Nope. I'm just trying to figure out who I'm having on tomorrow. Okay. So then the next, the next year he got you a deal in Norway, great league, lots of opportunity. You flaunt your shit at uh, say Stavanger um, on an away game and their fans are like, well, who was that right hand little D man that was scooting around? We need him on the team next year, you know, uh -huh. but okay. So then he gets you to Alborg. You guys finish first, have a great year. Gas him. Some guy whispers in your ear. You, you know what? Just when you think the grass is greener on the other side. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. But you know what? In hindsight, 2020, everything changed your life. You got to it's, Cardiff. Exactly. <laughs> and those are, those are some of the best years of my life. It was like being in college again because my first three years in college were terrible. But it's and not, it's not even like I know we'll get into your Cardiff experience and all that, but like that, that, that all happens. It, it's changed your life because like it, meeting Andrew Lord and playing for him, like you don't realize this yet because you're too young and you're still going through it, but like it's changed your life. Oh, he's definitely given me a huge opportunity. Huge. Oh yeah. So I mean, like I said, hindsight, 2020, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, sure does. Um, okay. Well now it now it makes sense. So that's why you leave. So um, how does the deal go down with getting to Cardiff? How do you end up there? You said Mosey talked you into it, but how does Cardiff 
and Lord will come up. So it was like July at this point, and you know everyone's getting ready to go, and I didn't have anything. So I just started messaging people on Facebook. Yeah, that's when you start. That's when you when you that's when you start instead of playing hard to get, you're like, hey, you want some? Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah. I've like, I have I have been there. Yeah. I have played hard to usually in Europe, like you know, you have your deal done come January, February, and you're good for the next year. Next thing you know, it's July and everybody's ready to go and they got their passports and you're like, oh, mama, I better, I better start talking. Yeah, I got to get on Facebook here. Yeah. So I reached out to Lordo and then at this time, other teams were reaching out to me, that coach that was in Sheffield, Paul Thompson. We played them in, when we were in Alberg, we went and played them in, uh, Sheffield and he had coached in Alberg the year before so he had knew of me he reached out talked to him talked to Manchester a lot of the teams and then ended up reaching out to Lordo and talking to Lordo had a good conversation with him and then I told Mosey like who I was talking to and he's like you got to go to Cardiff and he was going to Nottingham that year so he was like you got to go there blah, blah blah and I was like I don't know like I don't know is it tough and he's like, well, you don't have a job. So it's not like, <laughs> it's not like you got anything to choose from. So I was like, yeah, true. So I ended up going there and I thought it was going to just be a one year thing. Like my other spots, try and move on. But I loved it. I back, they do that to people. Year. Oh yeah. Like Todd, Katrina, Lordo, the social media girl fee. They were all awesome. Like awesome. I know. And that's like the whole organization. They don't even need anybody else. No, no, it's, it's I weird. Mean, isn't it? It's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, I mean, I guess I'm glad I did. I guess I'm glad I got rid of I'm them. Pretty all. sure the rest are volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely are. But I mean, solid <laughs> business strategy, Steve King, Todd yeah. Kelvin, way to go. <laughs> you got to get them on. Have you had Todd on? Oh yeah. Yeah. And Steve. Yep. I missed. Don't worry. I've had everybody on. We're closing in on a hundred episodes in a year, folks. Everyone who's everyone's been on. Oh, well, everyone who's what? Everyone who's everyone has been on. I don't think so. I think we have a lot of guys that almost made it. (laughs) 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 I don't think there's been many guys on that would could be considered (laughs) <laughs> who Everyone. have made it or uh, who is someone <laughs> is that who i've been having on <laughs> that's a, that's funny so well sorry to break your confidence fellas uh, <laughs> i know yeah. the game's over it's but the truth is the truth <laughs> <laughs> so cardiff was fun though so you're three years in cardiff you had a blast and oh, you, met, love- you met lifelong friends and yeah oh yeah i mean like doug and i still talked he facetimed me twice today like didn't answer either one of them though but um, he's another he's a guy i'll have to have on you gotta get him on he's not this guy i know but i can't over devil it you know i gotta go elsewhere i cannot over devil it i know people get frustrated he would be he might be your highest listened episode though because the guy's so funny He's going to try and come on and act all like professional, blah, blah, blah. If you get him going, this guy is hilarious. Is that right? This guy is something else. I'll tell you what. And he's so young and he just would bring everyone together. It's crazy. Well, I'll do my best to bring that out. 
Yeah, you might have to get me and Mo. Might have to get a three. Your first first four way on here. Well, we're gonna try a bunch of different things. Um, I just there's so many guys still that like I gotta do like the one on ones with that. Like there's guys like that are my type buddies. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, I haven't had you on yet. You know, and they're like, dude, we're like getting close to hundred here, and I'm like, I know. <laughs> you gotta save that. You know, that hundred one's gonna be real special. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I always think that these things are going to be special. Then I'm like, I just want I just want to do one to my tomorrow, like now. Yes, you know, all special. They are. I get very into each one of these. Um, okay, where did you live in Cardiff? So my first year, I lived in on the bay, across the bridge. What's that area called? Across the bridge. Across What's the, the bay? bay, Cardiff Bay. Cardiff, no. Mermaid Key. Yeah. So I lived there my first year. The la- the next two years, I lived right in that apartment complex by the rink um, on the water. Jesus. Ferry Court. Across the street from Morrison's. Yep. I know it. So that, that would be my two spots. Yeah. So you're right by the rink. Yeah. Walking distance. Very nice. Mm-hmm. How, how, I mean, I got a curious question for you. How long before you were a player coach, how many hours would you spend at the rink in say, say you show up for practice on uh Tuesdays are hard. They're long for everybody. Nobody wants to do that shit. Yeah. How long do you stay at the rink on a Thursday? Um, I'm th- I use, I mean, I like being at the rink. I'm starting to think that. So I was there. Like before practice, what we had to be there like nine thirty. I'd probably get there eight forty five nine, mm-hmm. and just after practice, probably leave around one one thirty. And when's practicing ending? <laughs> what ten thirty to eleven thirty, eleven fifteen? I mean, I didn't yeah. have a family there. I didn't have anyone there. No, so I'm like, starting to dissect this thing. Yeah, I got her. So, I, I mean, I didn't have anyone to run home to. And you're then, calling Lordo a hockey nerd. I think you're the nerd. I am a hockey nerd, too. That's, that's I mean, I need other – I need a hobby. Mm-hmm. I need a hobby. But, no, I mean, and then my roommate, uh, Dougie, he was another one who liked being at the rink, so we would just hang out there. Well, no, like, I'm not – like, I get it. I mean, I, I totally mean, get it. If I would have had a family there or something, I wouldn't have spent all that time there. But it's like, what am I going to do? Go sit in my apartment or just obviously we can still go out in the city after when we leave. Right. So. But hanging out at the rink is just as fun as going anywhere else. Right. When you don't like if you don't have a wife or girlfriend or kids to get home to, like hanging out at the rink and just hanging out in the room with the guys and having coffee and doing whatever. Like it's it's just as fun as going anywhere else in town. Right. I don't know. It's, there's something about being at the rink. I don't know. I know. I, 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 uh, I didn't stay there as long as you, I, I had places to be, I had to get out there after practice, you know, they might make me do a cold tub or like make me cool down and that shit ain't for me. No, no, I'm not a cold tub guy either, to be honest. Lordo used to make me get in. Did he? He bullied you? Against my will. He picked you up and threw you in there? Pretty much. Um, he would, no, he would just make me feel so poorly that I wouldn't get in. And he'd be like, look at Richie. Like, look at what he does. Uh-huh. And I'd be like, I get it. I do. Uh-huh. I just don't like it. You know? So funny. I um, love Richie too. I love that guy. Yeah, Richie's awesome. 
Oh man, I love all those guys. That was such a good time. For the three crappy years I had in college, those three years replaced it. Yeah, man. The, the, and when you're winning too, right? You, so you guys won two playoffs and the league title? Yeah, we won the playoffs, league, and then I we probably would have won, won the league the last COVID year, but. Right. Yeah, you would have. Yeah. But you never should've. got to actually celebrate it, so it doesn't really count. That's. Well, yeah, true. We should have won it our second year, but we pooped the bed big time. Right. Mosey talked about that one. That's, yeah, the Coventry night. Yeah, that was a real stinger. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, you live and you learn is what I say. Well, and it's like, it's tough because, like, it's a body of work for the whole year in that league, right? And, like, everybody thinks of that one night in Coventry, but there were so many other games that year, and it's like, it's weird. Like, everybody, I remember fans in Europe, right? They always want an answer, like, why didn't you guys have it tonight? And it's like, well, some nights you just don't have it. And, like, you literally can't find it, even if you're trying to, right? Yeah, we're all human. No No one's perfect every day. And nobody on that team wanted to lose that freaking game, right? No, it's not like we were going in thinking, oh, yeah, we'll try our best and see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, that would have been an awful game to be a part of. And, yeah, you guys still talk about it. I would, too. That <laughs> sucks. So, uh, But the winning was fun, eh? Oh, it was so fun. That's the first time I won going there, winning a championship. First time, eh? Yeah. And, and it's contagious, man. When you start oh, winning, yeah. it is like it, it it consumes you. Like once you've done it and that that day after or the night of the when you're with all the guys and you work that entire season all together to get to that point, it is something else. Oh, yeah. it's There's nothing like it. I mean, that's why I couldn't even like winning that and then uh, going back and thinking like my dad won the Stanley Cup. It's like, holy smokes. I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. So it's, it's cool. For well, sure. winning any league is winning that league, man. Whether it's the NHL, whether it's the UK, whether it's the Norwegian league, winning is winning in my eyes, right? Oh, definitely. But those NHL guys, 80-something or regular season games and then whatever, however many playoff games, like how the hell do they do that? It could be tw- another 28. They're almost playing 100 games. I did that. The AHL East Coast year, I played 100 games preseason, and I was pretty well ruined. I had to go to Europe or else I was done. It was over. Good thing you ruined. did. Ruined. Okay. You did. Now you got the podcast. That's right. I, I, was, I actually thought about this today. Is I think I went through all that. I went through all the bag skates and all the like the losing and beating Heim and all the, the the bad stuff and all the good stuff just to get to this point you know just to be able to do this everything happens for a reason yeah that's right all the sweating i did in those those oh bag skates yuck okay no. welsh food there's it's like pub food and then they got the welsh cookies right like it's oh the welsh good. cookies they're the Welsh cakes, I love those. Is that what they're called? Or they're not cookies, they're cakes. Welsh cakes. Welsh cake. Gosh, it's I been a while. It. I love the Welsh cakes. You do? Me and, me and Sam used to make uh, night night trips to either Morrison's or Asda to get just Welsh cakes. Is that right? That's not what I was getting. No, that's we loved them. <laughs> Can't get them anywhere else. You can get beer anywhere. Well, that's what <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Pick your poison. I guess you want a Welsh cake to have at her. <laughs> I'd watch my uh my 
calories. Yeah, okay. You choose your calories. Smart. I had to pick one or the other, right? Exactly. Okay. Um, so anyways, your card of experience basically brings back your love of hockey or if, whether you never lost it, but that's kind of what it did for me, right? Like I, I had never had so much fun playing hockey in my life. And then I, I get there. There's so much to do. All the people are so great. All the, the fans are so nice. And it's like, where am I living? What's happening? Mm-hmm. No, I love the, uh, the guys were awesome. Like still talk to a lot of them. Not every day, but like a couple times a week, obviously, like Marty would check in, Chef, um, there's the Lewis, Bouncy, like everyone keeps in touch. We had such a good group of guys that, I mean, we wanted to win, but we wanted to win for each other. It was um, the big thing. That's and what it, all, that's what it's all about, right? Yeah, it was awesome. Mo that's was the battle in the East Coast then, eh? I mean, we had a, that's the, the interesting thing is, I was interested to see what it was going to be like last year, but by the end of the year, we had such a good group too. And I don't know if that's something Lordo does or what, or he just, I, you know what? I, I don't disagree because I saw, like I said, like what Haddad puts out there on his little Instagram or say you or whoever, but like when your team got put out or whatever, you could tell there was a brotherhood there. Like it yeah. wasn't just like some East coast teams. You could tell everybody on the team was in it together. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. We all, I mean, and even with there being such a big age gap between like me, Haddad, and I mean, I think Yardine is a little bit younger than us, but he's still a little bit older than the other guys, but we still had such a good time together with everyone last year. And I think we were so close to winning too. We just got ran into a hot goalie, but yeah, we, I had a good time last year. Okay. Um, trying to think what else I got. So the other guy that we haven't really talked a lot about on the pod, but he was on the pod and like, he's, he's growing here is Boston. Levi was also a swap rabbit. Yes, he Mike was. McNamee. I don't, I didn't write down what episode he was, but like Boston Levi is like, he's a, he's a music star now. Yeah, he is. He's good. I mean, his stuff's all over Spotify. One of his songs was our wind song last year. I think Elliot, he probably told us Elliot Friedman interviewed him. Last oh really year. he didn't tell you that no oh my god i can't believe he left that out he's so big time it's not even a big deal anymore no maybe i i like i was still learning as a podcaster and i'm still learning i like there's always every time after every one i'm like oh geez i forgot that question right or like uh-huh. it's it's not easy but. yeah so he uh, i think one of his songs came out while he was still here and it like did very well on spotify and like apple music and so he told us it was his last game before his last game and Lordo puts him out empty net and he scores. And that's how he ended this. <laughs> that was his last hockey game. His last shift ended on a goal. How crazy is that? Well, that's a great way to end it. And I think he's doing what he should be doing. You know? Exactly. I mean, he's so good. He's, he's so talented musicianally. It's, or yeah, that's probably not even a word, but he's so talented with I think it music. might be. That might be a word. So then he's so talented musically. Music musically. Musically. He's he's such a musical talent that he I don't get <laughs> <Okay. laughs> yeah. Anyways, he's pers- I mean he's 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 doing it. He's doing it. Yeah, I mean, he is. I like no. his music a lot. Like not just because he's my friend, but I like, agree. I, I connect with a lot of it. It's I like it. 
I agree. You can get into real trance if you get into a couple of his songs. Yeah. Um, okay. Just so you know, <laughs> I did have it written down here. Last season, the Swamp Rabbits had 43 players and eight goalies. Oof. <laughs> we did. Yeah. And you guys became a team. We did. <laughs> we had a lot of injuries last year, surprisingly. It's like the Daytona Beach Bombers of 2000-something, <laughs> six or seven. That's yeah, funny. that's how you become a team, though. You got to. You got to have guys that want to make it a team, right? In those exactly. leagues, if if, if you don't have at, that, and he's good at finding the core of the guys who want that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he is good at that. Around. We have a we have a good group of guys coming back, so that's very helpful. Hmm. Yeah. Well, hopefully, Haddadi's there, eh? Yeah. Somebody. Everybody needs the chef. Seriously, self-proclaimed chef. Yeah, he's going to have to make her there. Um, I guess I don't know what else I got for you today. Um, Other than uh, how does the whole thing go down? Like becoming like a coach, like when he, when you guys start talking, is he like, are you into learning some about the coaching or is it like, how does that all go down? Well, it started, it would be four years now ago. We just started chatting. He uh, he's he's been a good friend to me too. Like just not hockey wise, just like some other stuff that I've experienced and went through. Yep. So he's been there for me in that aspect, and then he obviously knows I really love the game and I like watching You're a hockey, hockey guy. Yeah, Hazy like, sunset. I like watching hockey and learning. So I mean, I think he saw that and. Um, brought me on board with this and just asked me if it would be something I'm was interested in doing. And it is for sure. Cause this is what I want to do long-term as coach. I, it, man, I, I, it's such a great opportunity that you've got here and uh, speaking with you for a while. I, I, I think you understand a lot about hockey um, being able to play all those positions and uh yeah, like having the ups and downs. I think uh, you'd make a great coach. And, uh, yeah, some guys are just hockey guys. And, obviously, like, Lordo is probably one of the smartest hockey brains I've ever seen, even if I don't like to admit it some days. <laughs> no, um, but, you know, because he was, like, my second wife in Cardiff and always was, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was it was exhausting some days, Andrew. That's all I'm going to say, but, um, no. um, he pushed me, he got me to a point where that second year, if I wouldn't have hurt my knee right away, like I was ready to rock and roll that year. And that was at 32 years old. And, um, I had kind of gone up the mountain and like was on the, the downslope. I was over and he somehow found a way to motivate me to like, it was as good a shape as I'd been in, in like a decade, you know? <laughs> That's wild. And he was how old at that point? Younger than you or what? Yeah, like three years younger. Yeah. He promised. He, he was telling me, you know, you get in shape, you're going to play way more. Yeah. Then I don't know if it was going to actually happen. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. No, I mean, yeah, he's, he, he's, no, he's good. And he cares. He actually, if he likes you or whatever, like if you're one of his guys, he cares about you genuinely. So it's good too. 
But like, well, it'd be hard when you're going through 43 players a year, but um, like in Cardiff, basically like everybody he cared about and like, Oh yeah. Like everybody was on his team, right? Like, unless you show him you're not like mm-hmm. everybody was on his team and he would do anything for you. And like every guy in the team knew that. And I think that's kind of what made it transition when he was the player coach, right. Is every guy in the team also wanted to do well for him. Cause they knew how, how hard he was working. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 He's always got your back. Yeah. Okay, I gotta stop talking about him now. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah, can't pump his Seriously. tires too much. Jesus. Yeah, the guy's probably not even gonna put you on the power play this weekend. No, but I mean, probably not. Jesus Christ. Poor shit. I'm gonna have to put myself on there. I'm not Seriously. gonna go in and say my line's starting. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Um, no, I think it's awesome that uh, obviously he sees something in you and. Uh, yeah, you seem like a hockey guy that's quite intelligent and loves the game. And, uh, you know, like looking back on it, I wish I would have spent more time in the locker room than last, right? When I was leaving the room after practice, like I wish I would have stayed longer, right? Because those <laughs> days don't happen as much anymore. Oh, no. And that's something I wanted because that's something I'll, I know I'll miss is just being at the rink as a player and just having those relationships with the guys, even the guys that are 20 years old, like it's, you don't have that with people. I mean, I, I don't know. I've never had a real job. I'm sure the relationships are different than your coworkers. Uh, yep. <laughs> so, I mean, it's something I, I'm not, I'm definitely not taking for granted this year. Cause I know how old I am. I can't say the same things to my, to like, well, I guess like the people that work with me or for me, like, I can't say, I can't talk to them the way, hockey people talk to each other no there's no way no no you can't do that no <laughs> no it's not actually not allowed you actually like can't <laughs> there was like a good year there where i was like you are not in the locker room you're not in the locker room you're not in the locker room <laughs> that's hilarious yeah no yeah it's a whole different thing yeah yeah and that's why you go out to your shed so you can be that guy again right exactly i mean that's awesome you got a spot for it yeah, it's the Some place to be. That. Um, it's it's gonna not long now till I'll be back out here in like a jacket because winter will be coming, and then that's when you know you're almost on your one year anniversary. <laughs> wow, one year—that's cool. Who was the first episode? Higsy. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's a good one. Well, he was the one that spray painted me, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, in the crowd. That's uh, kind of how this all started, like we said. But no, seriously, it was nice getting to know you, man. Um, it would like, you know, when I was over there, I didn't get to talk to you much. And it was a whirlwind. I met a bunch of different people. But like, it was the guys that I knew that I spent my time with. And uh-huh. um, but like, that's why Cardiff kept winning was bringing in guys like you, Mosey, Duggan, like, there was a bunch of a new breed of guys that like all were part of the team that were just in it for the team that just wanted to win. Um, and that's why Cardiff kept winning. And that's why I can have a podcast now. So thank you. Exactly. Now we just need to get Dougie on here. Oh yeah. He'll be up next. I just got to sprinkle in a few other teams and countries and then we'll come back to the devils. Yeah, you got to get that guy on there. Man, oh, man. And I'm going to feed you some stories about him. Fair enough. I can do that. Um, no, we'll get that set up here in the next few weeks. But, like, it's weird because there are guy, other people writing to me, like, from other areas of hockey that are like, you got to have him on. 
you got to have him on. And I'm like, okay, guys, like I get it. But like, I have to coach a minor hockey team. I got a real job. I got kids, you know, like um, we're going to fit these in when we can folks, you know, don't worry about that. We'll fit them in when we can, but eventually we'll have to figure out a way to make me compensated for my time. So I keep waking up at 5. (laughs) AM. That's my wake up call. 530. Is Lordo going to be at your door? No, I wake gag my... ball ready. I'm... Is he going to be strapped into the gag ball ready to go <laughs> at my door? That's what I opened the door to. <laughs> that's what it used to happen in Wales. <laughs> no. No. Just kidding, Lordo. Just kidding. That's what time when you get, I think when you hit 30, you just start getting up earlier. Right? Oh, you definitely do. Yeah. No, you do. Yeah. Grown part of growing up. Yeah. No, you're a real adult now. It's crazy. Um, no, but honestly, good luck this season. Um, I think you couldn't be learning from a better coach because to be honest, he taught me a lot that like I even use in my U11 practices <laughs> now, right? Like the skill stuff he did, the, the stick handling, the, yeah, there's, it's funny after your career is over all the different coaches you had and what they taught you and the different drills and like what sticks with you and what just kind of is forgotten forever. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. That's for sure. And some of the things you do want to forget forever from some of the coaches. You're right about that. <laughs> and this has been another episode of two ales and hockey tales with reds and Wally. Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm. And that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and I'm a gold band. I'm not for